Hello, everybody. This is Kevin Thompson, welcoming you to our second class in the Disciple Making series. This is Discover Bible Study Number Two: Seeking God Through Scripture. What we're going to call this series is the Discover, Belong, and Experience series. is going to be entitled "The Journey," and I think that encapsulates what we're trying to communicate here, that our life, our faith, um, this, this, this uh, discovering of God, coming into this belonging, this identity with God, and experiencing God in our lives is such a journey, isn't it? It's a journey of our faith. And so I think that title encapsulates what we're trying to, and I think what God is trying to communicate to us in our faith journey. So we are going to journey through this together. Uh, the disciple-making class is, is meant to help us to become better equipped to study the Bible with our friends and family and neighbors, those who are seeking God and letting this the Scriptures do the talking, letting the Scriptures draw out the truths of God, and uh, letting God use us to ask some good questions and some, to bring some uh, insights to some of these Scriptures as we help our friends try to understand uh, this great gospel message, this this good news of Jesus Christ uh, that's to be proclaimed to uh, all of us here. So <clears throat> I hope that you enjoyed um, the workshop environment, uh, going through Discover, class number one, and Seeking God. I know our group had a lot of fun. Uh, our group studied the Bible with me, and uh, it was it was great. We learned a lot. It was funny. Um, we had a lot of fun with it, uh, and there were some great insights, and it was great practice. And uh, so we're going to continue that strategy uh, through the Discover Number Two, Seeking God Through Scripture. So if you have your uh, study sheet in front of you here, we're going to go through these scriptures. So this is a follow-up. You've had your introductory times. Uh, this is someone who's interested in really seeking God. You've, you've really talked about that, what it means uh, that, number one, God is always uh, reaching out to us, seeking us. And we are uh, to also make those steps, too, to seek God. And, and so it'd be great to start the study with a prayer and, and just maybe follow up some few questions. Hey, um, uh, how you doing? Um, do you have any questions since our last Bible study we had together? Uh, did you read some of those follow-up scriptures? How was that? Um, uh, and just kind of follow up a little bit if they have any questions. <clears throat> And then just set this up. Well, today we're going to continue in that as we're talking about seeking God and how we specifically seek God through Scripture. And let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, and we're going to read here. And as you see some of the notes here on this study sheet, this study guide, um, to set this Scripture up, this is a letter that's written to Timothy from the Apostle Paul. And you may want to take a little time out there to describe uh, the Bible to them. Maybe if the Bible's brand new to someone, they've never really read it much before, uh, you can take just a few minutes to give a quick overview of the Bible. Don't get too bogged down, but say we're in the New Testament. New Testament's full of a lot of letters that were written from, uh, from Paul or Peter. Um, and uh, of course, we have the Gospels that are several different accounts of the life and ministry of Jesus. And, uh, and we're here looking at one of these letters that Paul, uh, the evangelist, this, this great leader, this great preacher, uh, an apostle um, of Jesus Christ, 
is writing to Timothy, who is leading uh, a church in Ephesus. Uh, it's a really, really large church, and Timothy is uh, has been training in ministry under the leadership of Paul. And here Paul is talking to him, encouraging him how to be a great leader, how to be a great man of God. And uh, so that's where we're picking this up. And, and look what's going on here. And, and read the scripture, have them read the scripture, and and just say, what, what are some of the challenges that uh, Timothy's facing here? Well, uh, he's getting pushed back. He's getting persecuted for living a godly life. There's, there's people that are deceived and deceiving others. And maybe a good question there is, is do you think that people who try to live godly lives today will get pushed back as well? And, and of course, yeah, it's not easy to do. I mean, you're going to be going against the grain. It's going to be tough sometimes. And uh, we, we should expect that uh, as well in our lives today. Um, and it's it's pretty scary to think that you can be deceived. And when you're deceived, you think you, you're, you're right. Uh, and he tells Timothy, the encouragement he gives him is to do what? Is to go back to the Holy Scriptures. And I think that's great advice for us because we can get really confused. We have a lot of questions. There are a lot of people teaching a lot of different things. But Paul says, go back to the scriptures. Why? Look what he says here. He says, God's, uh, he says, all scripture is God breathed. What does that mean to you? Let them think about it a little bit. Let them use their own words. And then you can start drawing it out. Well, if that's true, that then this is really the words of God, that God has inspired these words, that uh, uh, it's pretty cool to think about that. When we open the Bible, in a way, we're opening up the mouth of God. Now, that should excite us a little bit. I mean, we shouldn't be bored uh, reading the Scripture. We should be just thrilled that we have the opportunity to glean these insights and understanding from the written word of God. And also, Paul tells Timothy that we're supposed to use the scripture, right? What does he say we use it for? And you go through those different words there, teaching, rebuking, correcting, training. They may have some questions about what a rebuke is. It's just a strong correction. Um, There's one time where Jesus turns and rebukes the Apostle Peter, and he says, get behind me, Satan. I think Peter always remembered that rebuke. It was strong words directed to him when, when Jesus was, was being tempted, I think, to, uh, to, to uh, back down. I don't know. I mean, he, Peter was trying to convince him not to go to the cross, right? <clears throat> so um, Anyway, it was a strong, a strong correction, a strong correction, a memorable word, and we need that from time to time. I, I know I've needed that. Uh, our hearts can get really hard and callous, and we need a wake-up call from time to time for our selfishness and our pride, and the Scripture is used to do that, to wake us up. Uh, maybe right now in our lives, this, this is a great wake-up call for us. Let's look at some more Scriptures. So then you go into 2 Peter chapter 1, and I think this... Scripture shed some light on understanding what God-breathed means. You read the Scripture, and, and, and Peter here says that, um, that, that men and women, that, that people uh, wrote the Scripture, wrote the Bible as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And I think that's a great picture of how God chose 
to write the Bible. And the way I put it here in the study guide is, well, so what was God's publishing plan? How did he do this? Well, he worked with people. You know, he didn't decide to publish it with lightning bolts coming down from the sky and carving out in stone. Well, he did that with the Ten Commandments. Um, But besides that, (laughs) you know, there's all this other scripture where God chose to use people to write down his words. Now, that's really interesting. Like, why would God choose that strategy? Why would he use humans who are imperfect? How can we trust that? How can we trust that people could write down what God really wanted us to see? Well, Peter's conviction here, he he says that the Holy Spirit guided them. And the illustration I like to use sometimes is, is like a, if we were writing something down with a pen or a pencil. Technically, the pencil or the pen is making the markings on the page. But the question I have is, is, is the pen or the pencil the source behind those words? No, it's not. It's the person that's directing the pen. And you know, if, if I'm writing something down, I'm the source of those words, even though it's the pencil that's making the marks on the page. And that's exactly what Peter's saying. Of course, people wrote the Bible, and, and God's going to use uh, stories and, and poetry. He's going to use even, even the voice of people. Like, it's, it's interesting. The Psalms even are like our, our words to God. How can that be inspired words of God, even though they're human words to God. Now, that'll get you thinking a little bit, but God chose to work that way. I think he's describing this relationship that we can have. And so God's speaking truth, even through just what the Psalms are. Sorry, I'm kind of kind of getting off track a little bit, but, but this is the fact is, and the point is that what we have in Scripture has been given to us through the Holy Spirit to teach us and to help us to understand God, help us understand how to live and understand his message, his good news towards us. Ask some questions at this point. What do you think about that? Do you have questions about the Bible? Do you have questions about scripture? Do you think that this really is from God? And um, a lot of people have a lot of questions. Now, now you might get thrown some big questions right here. And I'm gonna do my best to, to give you some some, uh, some tools. There's a lot of great tools to understand how the, the, the canonization process, how scripture came together. Um, there's so many faith-building facts about the, uh, how uh, dependable, uh, how the, the translations are, um, like the findings of the Dead Sea Scrolls uh, was, was so cool because it backed up uh, just how we've seen the, the the, uh, the copies of the manuscripts over the years are so, so accurate, and uh, it's, it's really an ancient document like none other. I mean, it has been um, transcribed um, uh, so many times, so many times written. The, the scribes were used, I believe, by the Holy Spirit um, to, to give us exactly what God has wanted us to see, wanted us to know. Um, so... I won't dig too many too deep in that in this study guide today, um, but there may be some questions to field there um, about the accuracy of, of the Bible, of what we have, about different translations, how do we know what translation to use, uh, the NIV versus 
the uh, the American Standard Version, the King James Version, this, that, and the other. There's, I guess, I would just say this: there's no real inspired translation. Okay, we can translate the Bible into any language in the world, and there are thousands, really, uh, different languages. Uh, definitely hundreds uh, of different translations of Bibles around the world, and they all will contain the message of God, even though. Uh, the sentence structure may be a little bit different, or this or that and the other. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty amazing when we start thinking about the, the Word of God and what it is. Um, one of the things that, that gives me the most faith about the Word of God, about the Bible, the Scripture being from God, is what the Hebrew writer, uh, the writer of Hebrews gives us in Hebrews 4. You can go to that next Scripture. Hebrews 4, 12 and 13. And, and this is a great memory verse for all of us to, to, to know. I mean, the word of God, what is living and active, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. But everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Um I mean, the Bible's powerful. Hasn't the Bible changed your life? And I think this is where we speak from our own faith, from our own experience. The Bible has changed my life. Uh, the Bible is powerful. The scriptures are alive. And, and think about how old it is. It's thousands of years old, but it's still speaking such truth in our lives. You know, this, this judging and dividing and penetrating, this quality that the scriptures have because it speaks into our lives. There are a few different questions here I wrote on the study guide. What kinds of responses can one have to the authoritative words of God? You know, um, we can be humble towards God's word or we can fight against it. Uh, sometimes we get very defensive uh, with the authority of God. Um, but what are some, some great things that can happen in our lives if we allow the scriptures to penetrate and judge us? I think... I think it has a lot to do with the, the humility we bring towards scriptures. If we want to change, if we're looking for the truth of God, you know, back to our first study, are we really seeking God with our heart? Do we have that type of humility? Uh, the Bible can really change us. Um, uh, the analogy I like to use is like if you go in for surgery, let's say you had had a brain tumor and, and the doctors said, hey, you know, you got a, a month to live. We got to take this brain tumor out. Uh, do you want us to do the surgery? And of course, like, man, I want to live. I want to, I want to, uh, I don't want to die. Just do this. But also it's going to be, it's going to be hard, right? It's, it, this, it's going to be a challenging time. Um, there's going to be recovery. There's going to be all types of things. Um, but it's going to allow uh, the doctors to save our life, to cut that tumor out. And in so many ways, the tumor in our lives is our sin, right? It's it's the ways we think and act that are, are different from the ways of God. And, and I think God's like, hey, do, do you want to live? Well, let's do some surgery here. Do, do you want to? Do you want this this tumor, this sin, this uh, this these things and the way of thinking out of your life so you can live? Like, yeah, I do. All right, we'll do that. But it's it's going to be it's going to be challenging here. It's going to be a road of recovery. You're going to have a lot to learn here. So. But it saves our life. It changes our life if we want to embrace the ways of God and let the scriptures dig in and, and shape us and change us. Uh, the scriptures will save our lives. And I, just, I feel that way personally in my life. 
I mean, everything good in my life comes from following God's ways. His ways work. Uh, I'm so grateful for the Word of God in my life. Uh, The things that are in contrary to the words of God have brought me misery (laughs) in my life. And I think we all can relate. And there's an opportunity there to to speak personally um, to the person we're studying the Bible with. Uh, Some really inspirational things. Uh, I give a couple of Old Testament passages here. In Psalm 119, this this great uh, song about the Bible, this acrostic poem going through the the Hebrew alphabet, right? And in 105, verse 112, um, let me turn there in my Bible. Um, One we may be more familiar with, verse 105, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light for my path. I mean, even just that one verse. Let's just talk about that. What do you think the psalmist is trying to describe here? Just what does that mean to you? A lamp for my feet, a light for my path. Just it's illuminating. It helps us understand life. And life can be really scary, can it? It's hard to know what to do and how to do it. But the word of God helps us. We shouldn't see it as just this. Uh, judgment from God. It's, it's going to help us to know how to live our lives. And that gives us confidence. It gives us assurance. Uh, I love this last part in verse 111 and 112. Your statutes are a heritage, are my heritage forever. They are a joy of, my, they are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. I mean, the more and more I believe that we open our hearts to the Scripture, uh, we have this overwhelming sense of joy for the passages, for what God has given to us. And our hearts can be set on keeping the ways of God. I think that's where the discussion here in the study guide goes. Like, um, what do you think about you? Is your heart, does your heart have joy when you come to the Scriptures and studying God's Word? And just, just be honest about it. I mean, a lot of us are just um, pretty numb to the words of God. We, 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 we're not that excited about reading the Bible. Like, do we want our hearts to be that way? I think one of the first things we can do is, is just to start with a prayer. God, I want my heart to feel like that. I want to, to, to want your word. I want to, to get there. God, help me to see it. Help me to see that joy of your scriptures. I think starting in that place is a wonderful place to be. Uh, and, and to ask God. And I believe He does show us. He will show us that. And um, I just love the way He describes that there in Psalm 119. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, a very famous passage, um, uh, verse 4 through 9. And uh, this is that Shema prayer of the Israelites, um, just that, that most important command, loving the Lord your God. Uh, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be on your hearts. There it is again. Impress them. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. I mean, look look at what God is, is the instructions he's given to the Israelites and how to use uh, these words, how to use scripture. 
uh, to impress them, to talk about them, to meditate on them. Just like we, our lives should be saturated in Scripture. And in this way, we are going to uncover, we are going to discover, right, uh, the truths of God, the way to live, the way of life uh, through Scripture, through the Word of God. Uh, question here, um, what are some ways we can incorporate Scripture in our families and friendships? And and I think, um, you know, you can talk about different ideas, things you, you've done, you do in your family, um, uh, you know, things we strive to do in the church. We want to come to service to hear the Word of God preach. We need to get together and talk about the Word of God. Uh, we need to read the Word of God on our own. Uh, we should memorize Scripture. We should... We should uh, study it and, and um, let it sift through our hearts and lives, praying through Scripture. There's so many ways to implement uh, Scripture into our lives, and this is one of the major ways that we can seek the truth of God. Final Scripture here, Acts 17, verse 10, 11, some practical application. Here, the Apostle Paul is going around and and. and preaching the gospel and teaching a lot of people how to understand the scripture, how it points to Jesus Christ. And the Bereans here really give us a great example in how we all should receive this message and how we should all listen to the truth of God through scripture. And there's three E's there, how the Bereans, you know, they examine the word. Well, first, they receive the word with eagerness. They were excited about this message. Uh, they examined the scriptures every day. It was a daily, daily thing for them to, to get into the word of God, to see if what Paul said was true. And here's the thing. Um, you and I, are, we're going to have confidence in the truth, not because you heard the preacher in our church say this, or because you heard my opinion on this, or you heard my perspective or my thoughts on this, but because you yourself have heard the Word of God through Scripture, that will bring you faith. That brings me faith through what God has given to us through His Word. That's what we must stand on. Listen, as we continue to get together and we study the Bible it's not going to be about my opinions or your opinions. It's going to be seeking to find what God says through His Word. Are you excited about that? That's great. Well, here's my challenge, is to spend some time, a little time every day, uh, getting in God's Word. There's a lot of ways you can do that. Um, one of the best things to do is just start reading one of the Gospels, reading about the life of Jesus. Just start right in the middle of things. Uh, everything in the Bible really hinges around the life of Jesus. And uh, so I think it's a great way just to kind of get started. Uh, maybe reading the book of Mark or, or the book of Luke. Take a couple of chapters at a time um, and read a little bit about the life of Jesus. Uh, I've also uh, given some different ideas here on the study guide of how to get started uh, reading the Bible. You can point them to that. And um, and then, uh, and, and just, just, I think at the end of the study, just say, hey, I think we've set the table now for some great things to happen uh, for, for as we partner together, discovering God's truth for our lives. That's what we're striving to do in these Bible studies. Um, 
what's it going to, where we're going to talk about what it means to be a Christian, to follow Jesus, where we're going to find out through the Bible, through scriptures. And I think this sets the tone and sets the stage for everything else that we're going to be looking at. What does the scripture, what does the Bible teach us about these things? So that's, that's the study. Um, such a foundational, such a foundational thing. I think the reason why, because there needs to be a, a humility we both, all of us take, that we're searching to find truth through Scripture, uh, not just from our opinions or not just from what Grandma ta- taught me or from what my preacher taught me or from all these things, but what does the Scripture really say? And um, I think it really sets the stage uh, for humility and and um, for, for all of us to be convinced of where God is calling us in our faith. Uh, have fun this this week, this Wednesday night in our growth groups as we do a workshop again and take some turns uh, teaching these scriptures and, and putting this into practice. Uh, let these scriptures speak for themselves in so many ways. Uh, it's a great truth to hang on to. Let it reassure us in our faith as we follow Jesus that these are the words from the Lord uh, given to us uh, from the inspired men and women who wrote these downs from the Holy Spirit. And we can have deep, deep, strong convictions uh, that this is God's truth to us. Okay, till next time. Um, We'll be back together for our third study. Love you guys. Bye.